You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Welcome into Tomorrow. Delighted to have you with us during our 26th year on the air. I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. Beth in Naples, Kim in Coconut Creek, Erasmo in South Beach, Horatio in New York City. Yep. We're all gathered around to address your digital concerns, your dilemmas, your consumer tech questions, and of course, send you prizes when you participate on the program. Do stay tuned. LC in Atlanta, Georgia listens on AM 920. The answer, welcome into tomorrow. I want to ask about the new Apple processor compared with the Intel processor and whether we should be looking toward moving to the new Apple processor if we're going to purchase a new MacBook or sticking with the Intel processor. Grateful for your insight. Well, Elsie, it's our pleasure. I hope we can help. If you already have a MacBook, there's no rush to move. Uh, The majority of Apple computers still run Intel processors, such as they are, and they'll be supported for a long while. Now, if you're buying now, then yes, go for Apple's processor over any stock of machines with Intel processors still floating around. You'll get better battery life, a chip made for what Apple has in mind for the future, better native support for mobile apps on desktops, for example, and your guaranteed support from Apple for a long while. Yeah, now, keep in mind that MacBooks are premium computers, and like most other premium computers, they last a long time. You might as well future-proof as much as you can in terms of ensuring compatibility with new features and later iterations of the operating system. If you're a more technical user, read up on the software you use. We're not aware of any programs not working, but some involved ones like Docker require workarounds right now. For example, Docker is a special case since it's virtualization software, and it'll be patched to support the new chips. But it's probably a good idea to check whatever software you rely on, especially if it's more closely tied into the hardware, like virtualization software is, so you're not dead in the water for a few weeks or stuck putting in place a workaround while everything gets updated, you hope. 
Yeah. Now, while we've said that, since that hasn't been a very widespread issue, yeah, go for the new technology over the old one if you're buying now. If you're on an Intel MacBook now, there's really no rush to move to Apple's M1 chip. Your computer will continue to work just fine. Yeah. Hopefully that's the case. But again, Apple got smart and said enough with Intel. They're just doing their own thing, and it's better for them and you as a newer customer. LC, let us know what you end up doing. It'll help other listeners. Jim in Houston, Mississippi, listens on Super Talk 101.9. Hello, Jim. I have a security system I'm having trouble with. I have two cameras hooked up to it, and I have a uh, HD recorder, and it was working fine, and I changed providers, and I increased my download and my upload on the Internet, and now my cameras will not work. They do not receive anything at all. There's no signal. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on, and I about decided it may be the HDM1 cables. Could that be a possibility? Well, Jim, if both cameras are connected via independent HDMI, I'm sure that's what you meant, HDMI cables, then probably not. Uh, are these cameras that you can check on your phone? If you have a monitor that the camera plugs into directly, then the odds of the cables being a problem is higher but if these are cameras that broadcast to your phone, for example, then it's more likely that some equipment from your new Internet provider is the cause. Yeah, it may just be a closed port somewhere that you need to open for the cameras to be able to speak to the world. Um, before you buy any new cables, it may be good to reach out to your new Internet provider and ask if they've had issues with cameras, and if so, how you should resolve it. Some companies can control the, the, the routers that they provide remotely, so they may be able to open up the ports right for you. Yeah, and, and ask them for that, because depending on who you might get in a tech support scenario, Jim, you might find out if somebody, if you ask someone Hey, can you do me a favor then? Can you just go ahead and access the router for me from there and make that correction or help me out there? Um, and a lot of times they will. And then change your password again. Uh, but that might help you out. Let us know, Jim, what worked out for you because you have me very curious. Harry in Port Huron, Michigan. Hello, Harry. Welcome into tomorrow. I'm looking for not a Bluetooth speaker, but I need a USB wireless speaker. I have a USB speaker right now, but the problem is you have to plug it in, and it's a regular uh, 3.5 millimeter plug, and it's a cable. Then it goes to a USB transmitter. I want just to have to plug in a USB transmitter with no cable. You know how, like, you have the Logitech keyboards, and they're just as a little transmitter? So do you know of such a wireless speaker? I sure would love it. Well, yes and no, Harry. Uh, actually, USB is a wired standard, of course, so there's no such thing as a USB-only wireless speaker. But there are USB dongles. Can we say that on the radio? You just did. Okay. Uh, USB dongles that give you access to different kinds of radio frequency-enabled USB speakers. Now, these days, Bluetooth is the easiest and cheapest to buy. But there are a range of other technologies, from Wi-Fi to plain FM frequencies, uh, and you can often find USB connectors for those speakers. Now, if you really want to just plug in a transmitter with no cable, you really can't beat Bluetooth for range of choices and ease of use. But if you want to avoid Bluetooth altogether, 
we've got some options for you there, too. Yeah, now, there are two reasons to consider Bluetooth as the delivery method if you're not totally against it. First, it's the most widespread standard for this, and that means that pretty much every brand you know is using it and not using the rest. Um, also, because there's a Bluetooth audio delivery standard, you don't have to get a USB drive that will need to act as a sound card or interface with your sound card in a way that is going to require some software manipulation. Usually, there are just a few hoops to jump through unless you're using the port only to power the transmitter. Now, there is a catch, though, because if you're using the port just to power the transmitter, then you need the audio cable plugged into it to get the audio signal, and that's really the setup you already have. Yeah, so you're not really improving anything at that point, Harry, but I hope we've shed some light for you. But the point being is that you do have some options. It's just that they might be a little more limited than you'd like, and that stuff kind of happens. What can I say? Steve in Lakeshore, Ontario, listens to the free, mind you, Into Tomorrow podcast. You can subscribe at intotomorrow.com, by the way, and subscribes to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. You can as well at intotomorrow.com. And, my gosh, to top it all off, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. We love you, Steve. Welcome. Hi, Chris, Dave, and Cameron. Dave, please hang in there until Cameron takes over as it sounds like that's not too far away. <laughs> I wonder if you could comment on the best method to keep remote offices documents in sync. Personally, I am thinking about Dropbox, OneDrive, or our QNAP cloud-capable drive. I'll do my best to hang in there until Cameron can take over. It's going to be a while, though. I don't know if we I got, we got to get past these child labor laws. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, but he's in, in entertainment, so children can be in entertainment, and it's only three hours a week of work. So I'm sure we could work it out. It's a three-hour show. It's not really three hours of work a week. Well, it's a full-time job. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> if it were only three hours, boy, I wouldn't worry about retiring one day. But, Steve, the best method will depend on what office software you use, to get back to your question. But it usually boils down to use the cloud that's most compatible with the software that you're using. Microsoft, Google, and Apple all offer built-in cloud storage for their various office applications. If you want to avoid them or double up, you can look into options like Box and Dropbox. Yeah, now these days you'll find that for the most part, collaboration and syncing are built into the product already, and you just need to save and pretty much forget about it. Keeping a local copy is probably a good idea, but there's no need to open up your network to the world to be able to access a network drive when you can just access someone else's cloud and let them worry about the vulnerabilities and security. Yeah, exactly, because so far, for the most part, so good with the various cloud storage services. You don't generally hear too many problems about somebody hacking into their cloud and getting your information. And, and while things can happen, it's very rare. So that should be not a, a major concern for you. Yeah, and anything you're storing on the cloud, especially if you're going to have any kind of personal information on there, if they have two-factor authentication, we've talked about it before, use that because that also makes it even harder for somebody to access that that information nefariously. Yeah, and two-factor authentication can make a huge difference in you feeling comfortable with wherever your data resides. Andy in Raleigh, North Carolina, listens on News Radio 680 WPTF, and we love you for it, Andy, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. What are the strengths of each of the major web conferencing platforms? Microsoft Teams, WebEx, Zoom, Google Meet, Skype. Thank you, Dave. 
Well, thank you, Andy. For the, It's a very good question, actually. The core functionality basically is the same. Audio, video, usually a dial-in number for the person that wants to sound like they're calling from the engine room of a turn-of-the-century steam-powered ship. Uh, screen sharing and some recording capability, usually also with cloud storage. They each offer small enhancements over that in some way. Zoom transcribes meetings, so you can kind of guess what was said from the less than stellar transcription. Microsoft Teams focuses on easy collaboration on Office Docs. Google Meet, of course, gets shoved in your face by Google at every possible moment. But we can uh, call that uh, that it integrates with the Google ecosystem mainly by annoying you, but it does an adequate job. Uh, WebEx seems to be mostly relegated to big, slow-moving corporate giants that haven't moved away from it yet. Skype, of course, largely abandoned when the interface changed and it became very heavy and cumbersome to use. So among the ones you mentioned, there's some ideas. Yeah, uh, Really, though, the only thing that uh, sets them apart in any truly significant way is that whatever company you work for got a good bulk deal and decided to go with that one. Yeah, true. Uh, so you use them instead of the others. They're all pretty much interchangeable, and we've never heard anyone say, oh, this isn't X, it doesn't have feature Y. They basically all have the same features. Um, we've got some research help on this one from H on our team who says that he uses Zoom for calls with clients, WebEx for calls organized by a particular client, Google Hangout and Meets for internal planning calls with more than 20 to 30 members, Slack for intra-team calls, oh, all of those about weekly, plus Whereby for inter- internal live incident calls with the tech ops team. He also uses Microsoft Teams about once or twice a year. Uh, he says weirdo ones like Blue Jeans almost never. <laughs> Skype literally never. Uh, he also uses GoToWebinar for webinars that are more generic than one-on-one trainings. He says they're all interchangeable. Wow. Well, thank you, H, because that is important input as well, not only for Andy, but other people listening. Because some folks say, all right, well, it's up to me. Somebody said organize a, a video meeting of some sort. It, well, what do I use? We also go to Zoom for like 99% of our stuff. Uh, I have used others when it was another client inviting us into a meeting or something of that sort. Um, But otherwise, Zoom does the job for us. You get, uh, I believe it's 40 or 45 minutes free. So if you have a meeting that runs longer than that, A, you shouldn't. Uh, B, (laughs) you'd have to pay if you want longer time. But if it's just that you want to connect with some people for a little bit here and there, up to half an hour, 40 minutes or so, Zoom can do the job for you. But but he's right about Skype, too. There's just – I don't know anybody using Skype anymore. Yeah. And just and before you use any of the services, just remind most of these people that a lot of these meetings can just be an email. Well, that probably true. should just be an email. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Andy? D- uh, let us know which one you end up with and why. Uh, did you try two or three of them maybe, and did you find something better than others and why? Because it will help us and other people for that matter. If you notice at the end of all of our interview videos that we're now posting for you at intotomorrow.com, uh, you'll notice that we tag it with uh, a promotional consideration provided by Zoom. Is that what we say, I think? Something like that. Something like that. It's because we're using Using Zoom for those kinds of things, and it's been working out well for us. So let us know what you use, 800-899-INTO, or do like Andy did and use the app. Joe in Anchorage, Alaska, listening on KBYR, and we love you, Joe, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. 
congratulations on 25 years on the air. Thank I you. Uh, wish I found your program a lot earlier. I just started listening to you within the past few months here. I have a smartphone. It's a Samsung S8 Plus, and I don't have Wi-Fi or Internet at my house. And I'm trying to figure out ways to mirror my screen onto my TV that's not a smart TV. I tried the USB-C to HDMI, but the USB-C port on my phone is a little faulty. I was wondering if there, I had any other options, or if you knew any other options I might uh, be able to explore. Well, Joe, unfortunately, without Wi-Fi or wired connections, your options do dwindle very quickly. The S8 series is MiraCast compatible, or MiraCast, if you will, Mira being Spanish and I think other languages, too, for C. Yes. Mira, right? Uh, and that's probably your best, if not only, option. Samsung rebrands MiraCast to SmartView, and selecting that allows you to send content to a TV that is compatible with the feature. Now, since you don't have a smart TV, your set won't be compatible out of the box. But you can buy a Miracast receiver that you can then plug into your TV for very little money. Yeah, for example, an Anycast 1080p receiver can be found online for as little as like 7 bucks. Prices do go up, but they're all pretty similar devices, so you can probably find a decent one for under 20 bucks. Miracast is basically like Chromecast, but without the Google branding, and won't require the device to be on Wi-Fi to play, so it should work for your needs. Since, like Google, Samsung customizes the technology, your mileage may vary. Your mileage may vary, okay. So, Void, we're prohibited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'd recommend getting a device from a store that will allow you to send it back if Samsung's custom OS doesn't want to talk to it. Other than that, we can't think of any options that would allow you to set up a wireless connection without needing Wi-Fi in your home. Yeah. Now, Joe, do stay tuned. Our listeners are the best on the planet. And if someone has an idea that they can add to our answer, we would absolutely welcome that. And if you do, then 800-899-INTO or do what Joe did. Use the audio option on the free app and say, have Joe try the following and then tell us the following. Because I wish there were other easy fixes for you. But under the circumstances with no Wi-Fi, it's tough, as we mentioned. Do let us know, though, what ends up working for you, because it will help other listeners. And stay tuned into tomorrow.com. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper focused on growing businesses from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, 
this is John Swinnemer from the True North Country Comics Podcast. Want to wish Dave Graveline into tomorrow a happy 25th year on the air. That's great. Congratulations and wishing you 25 more great years. All the best. Well, thank you, John in Toronto. Stop trying to kill us, though. 25 more years isn't going to happen, all right? I'm sorry. But I'm I'm just going to tell you, that's just not going to happen. At some point, I should learn how to spell the word retire. Not there yet. Don't feel it. But maybe next week. No, I'm just kidding. Sometime. Yeah, um, but you even talked about it. When you retire, you've got to find a, a part-time job somewhere, like a drive-thru, so you can still use a microphone. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Do you want fries with that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am Dave Graveline. Whether or not you cared to know. I'm Chris Graveline. Stay tuned in just a few minutes. We'll be chatting with Chandler Givens. He's the head of consumer privacy with Avast. They're going to be talking about their digital security and privacy products. Or, as he calls it, Avast. We've always called it Avast because they, they're much heavier in Europe. And we've interviewed a lot of their folks over our 25 years on the air. And I think they always refer to it as a Vost. So I'm thinking maybe Chandler is U.S.-based and, as a result, just says a Vast. Yeah, potato, tomato. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Having trouble sleeping? Maybe these new hearables can help. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Sleep is like the weather. Everyone talks about it, but nobody does anything to make it better. Most wearables simply monitor your sleep quality. But we finally are seeing some devices designed to help improve sleep. For example, the new sleep buds from Bose can't make phone calls or stream your favorite music, but instead they are designed to play sounds that are especially created to help you sleep better. Thin and lightweight, They can play any of 14 different tracks engineered to mask common nighttime disruptions. They also have 15 different Naturescape tracks that provide sounds from nature, as well as 10 Tranquility tracks that use tone patterns to help reduce stress and tension. In tests at the University of Colorado, 4 out of 5 test subjects reported improved sleep quality when using the Bose Sleep Buds. The hearables will run for up to 10 hours on a charge, and come with a carrying case that can also recharge the buds up to three times, which can come in handy when traveling. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred. I wondered how long it was going to be before we used the word wearables, and now we have hearables. But that's kind of cool. It does the job. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Visit dexcom.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-510-0338. 800-510-0338. 
Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for joining us in our 25th year on the air. Delighted to have you with us. Even more delighted when you take the time to call in with a question. Perhaps you have a digital dilemma that we can solve for you. Anything involving consumer tech. Or perhaps you want to help another listener with some added input from one of our answers. We love it when listeners help other listeners, and so do they, of course. Either way, we want to hear from you. Some, of course, are calling in with just a 25th year on the air. Congratulations, and that's terrific. But we would then also love it if you'd share with us what you like most about technology in those 25 years or however many years you've been on the earth uh, being able to experience tech. Or, for that matter, what you disliked about tech. Either way, it makes for interesting radio, we think, and we want to hear from you. So, 800-899-INTO. Anytime, toll-free from anywhere in North America, 1-800-899-4686. Or, even better, use the audio option on the free Into Tomorrow app. Just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow and participate. We want to hear you on the show. Our next guest is with a 30-year veteran of digital security and privacy products. He's the head of consumer privacy with Avast, Chandler Givens. Chandler, welcome into tomorrow. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. First of all, tell me a little bit about Avast. I mean, obviously, you're not out of the woodwork like some other companies. You've been around for a long time uh, doing this job. What job does Avast do for folks? Your listeners will probably recognize the name because we are, by the numbers, the largest consumer cybersecurity company in the world. We've got 400 million users worldwide. Wow. Um, Our presence is is a bit larger in Europe, but growing um, in the USA. And we actually, the, the founding of the company is an interesting story, too, because it was founded by two uh, gentlemen who uh, were really passionate about delivering uh, digital freedom to folks um, after the fall of the Soviet Union in uh, the Czech Republic. So we have a long storied history, and we are committed, we have been, since we started, committed to promoting the ideals of digital freedom online. And so today, that takes the form of um, a variety of consumer protection products, uh, but also a number of other initiatives that we could talk about today. Or we take it however you want to, Dave. Okay. Well, first of all, I didn't know that you were the largest. That's a whole lot of uh, subscribers to Avast Services. Right. That's terrific. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that that, one of the advantages that provides us is that we can leverage that network to understand incoming threats, meaning that each of those nodes, so every user has a device with our software on it. Also, there's information that is collected there about incoming threats. So not about what the user is doing on their device, but about the types of threats they're encountering. And so what that does is it gives us visibility um, to a large swath of different threats that are going around worldwide. And that's one of the kind of competitive advantages we have uh, because of the, our size and reach. 
That's a good point. Why is it important, do you think, Chandler, for consumers to to be aware of all of their information online? Because we have talked to folks for years about protecting your personal info from being exploited, and this is certainly uh, an important factor. But uh, I wonder if enough consumers are still paying enough attention. Yeah, it's, well, I'll make this topical. How about that? Okay. This is one of those issues that I, is fun for everyone to talk to you because it is apolitical, whether you're on the right or the left. Regardless of what side you're on, no one um, appreciates the fact that we have all become kind of these profit machines for big data, analytics, ad tech companies, and others who are exploiting us. And to your question, Dave, which is, why haven't consumers paid attention? It's an interesting thing because at the top you're talking about the, the fact that on the air 25 years and you're asking what are some things people don't like about technology. Yeah. This is an issue that has been around. You know, I'm, I've been working on this for 10 years now, but my research goes back to the early 90s. So, for example, the browser cookie, most people who are generally aware of cookies now, has been around since the early 90s and if, ever since its inception. People have been warning about the privacy threats that it poses. But it feels like only now, in 2020, have we reached this point where it's, it's enough in the public narrative where everyone cares about it, not just kind of tinfoil hat people. You know, <laughs> Joe on the street recognizes that this is a huge issue, but the challenge is what do you do about it? So, I, you know, I don't want to be too self-promotional here for Avast, but I can give you a couple of things you could do with our products, but maybe... I'll pause there. Do you have questions or do you want to dig into any of the specific privacy threats consumers face or do you want me to just talk about some of the things consumers can do to protect themselves? The latter, by all means, because I think a lot of folks are are certainly aware that that Avos, you guys even have, last time I checked, still a a free uh, tool that folks can download and use. And then obviously a plethora of other products available. But in general, the importance of all of us being able to protect our data certainly is, is something that we need to talk about more and more. Sure. Yeah, and I would encourage your listeners to go to our website at ask.com. You can download our free AV tool or you can browse around and you can try free trials of our various privacy products in our portfolio, too. We just click on the, the privacy link at the top navigation bar there. But there's a couple ways to think about it. And the first is how do you stop your information from getting out there in the first place? This is very simple. And the other is, okay, once you understand that you've been being tracked for a decade or longer, what? how do you handle all the information that has already left your possession and is, quote, out there in the world, right? Yeah. That, that's a, one way to think about the issue. All right, I don't want to be tracked going forward, and I want to kind of clean up my data that exists out in the world. And so if you go to our website and look at the privacy tools, one is called Anti-Track. We have a VPN product called SecureLine, and we have a, a free private browser and i would put those in the bucket of i don't want my information being collected anymore so on a go forth basis stop tracking my data but the other product i want to talk about which is which is novel and has been getting a lot of attention lately is our new product breach guard which was designed to answer that question of what do i do about all this information about me that already exists in the world 
Yeah, because it, it's certainly good to be able to close that barn door, but it sounds like maybe a few of the horses have already escaped. <laughs> so what do we right. do about those that are out there already? And that apparently right. is yeah, where it, breach guard comes in handy. That's exactly right. Yeah, and just to extend the metaphor, it's <laughs> not only the horses got now, but they're they're roaming wild all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So how do we get them back under control? And there's a few ways to do that. And I want to be very transparent with the listeners, too. It is not there are technical challenges here that prevent us from making this a silver or silver bullet solution, right? I mean, you, it is not possible to get all of that information back. It's just kind of the tube, and it's kind of as if we can go out and delete it from every server that exists on. However, there are a lot of things that consumers can do is try to package them up in a simple form for them that anyone can use of any technical level. And what we do is, one, we'll tell you if we see information for sale on the dark web, so I think about it like this. There's two ways. The information clearly exists in these illegal markets. So people hear about the dark web, information for sale on the dark web, um, kind of illegal forums where hackers buy and sell data in different formats. That's one place. We'll alert you if we find it for sale there. And if there's a breach, uh, we'll keep an eye and make sure that your information ends up there. We tell you in real time. The other side of it, though, is there's a tremendous amount of information out there about you that was collected legally by data brokers, which are typically corporations you haven't heard of that are engaged in the exchange, purchase, and sale of consumer data, or also big analytics firms, ad tech firms. So if people have watched recently The Social Dilemma on Netflix, they talk about this a bit. Um, but also there's information about us that we have willingly provided to platforms like Facebook, like Google, like Amazon, that then starts to wash around in this ecosystem outside of our control. So what BreachCard does is, one, we will automatically opt you out of these data brokers' collection. Basically, we'll send them messages saying, delete all the information that you have about me and no longer share it with others. And two is we have functionality that will walk the user through how to erase or stop the spread and abuse of their information on platforms like Facebook, like Google, like Amazon, et cetera, it's an advisor feature that will see the types of things you're doing online and then explain to you the privacy that and help you remediate those accounts so the information doesn't exist and can't be shared and sold. Chandler, pardon the interruption, but we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk more with you. Chandler Givens is the head of consumer privacy with Avast, or Avast, if you will, at AVAST.com. Stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. Call 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. That's 855-212-6536. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancel. Fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. 
Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for joining us on the program. We're talking with the head of consumer privacy with Avast, Chandler Givens. I certainly like, Chandler, the ability to take back our personal info and, and are, is sort of Avast uh, acting as our agent at that point, saying that, you know, uh, we know you have this information on Dave. He doesn't want it there anymore. Uh, we demand that you remove it now and confirm that you've done so. Or, I mean, is it something along those lines? Uh, how do we yeah, know that it works? Yeah, that's, 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 exactly, that's exactly what it is. And I will tell you that if a, if a typical person was going to kind of do this, on their own, it would take you, yeah, by my estimation, you know, hundreds of hours <laughs> to do this. Even, no, even if we knew oh. where these companies were and that our information was in their hands, like you say, it would just take forever to get that accomplished. Yeah. So, uh, That's so, right. But you're saying BreachGuard is the new product that does that for us. That's exactly right, cool. yeah. And again, if you go to our website at ask.com, and go to the privacy section there. You'll be able to find more information about the tool. In terms of the future of privacy at Avast, I mean, a couple of things to, to mention. One is this is an area where we see the market moving. I mean, if you go back to earlier in our discussion, I do firmly believe that we've reached a point that everyone has an understanding on some basic level that their privacy is under attack. Um, and again, it kind of transcends whatever your ideology is. Everyone is upset about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- there's going to come a time, I think, in the very near future, where people recognize the same way they understand they need to have some sort of antivirus on all their devices. They understand that they're going to have to have some sort of privacy protection, personal information protection tool on every device that they use. And our aspirations be that, that tool that everyone uses. And I I think the way that we're going to do that, that differentiates us from all the others out there, is we really want to make it as simple as possible, and we want to make it conform to what your particular behavior is. Meaning, if you're someone that typically only reads three news sites and then uses Facebook, well, we want to keep you protected on those three news sites and on Facebook. And you go on and on down the list, but it has to be personalized to each individual's experience. And that's that's where we see the future of privacy protection, and I think we're going to get there before anyone else does. What does BreachGuard cost, or is it like a subscription service? How do we price this sort of thing? Yeah, it's a yearly subscription service. It's thirty nine ninety nine per year, although, you know, we run promotions a lot. So if you go there today, there might be uh, a discount running. I don't know exactly at this moment, but it's thirty nine ninety nine per year. And I would tell you that because we're constantly adding to our list of third parties that we protect against, it's worth every penny because... Again, it would be impossible for you to keep track of these things, and we're constantly updating it so that different services you use, we can explain to you or automatically show you how to protect your privacy on any different service you use. So basically keeping it private when you want, where you want on the web. Yeah, and to be honest, Chandler, it sounds a whole lot less than I thought you were going to say. So I, I agree, for 40 bucks, less than 40 bucks a year, we're going to have these capabilities. Does BreachGuard also include your typical antivirus or malware, or is that we have to subscribe or, or look for those products separately? Yeah, you can, I mean, so the, our antivirus is free to everyone, and I guess it goes back to what I was describing in terms of our, our mission as a company. We, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's true. We really, truly believe, and if you're in this company, you understand it because it's part of our culture, that everyone has the right to digital freedom online. So we offer the AV for free, and my understanding is we always will. So you can go to the site right now and download a free antivirus, and then BreachGuard is kind of an add-on 
uh, that you can purchase separately. And again, we have other privacy tools that might be better suited for other of your listeners. Um, but keep an eye on us because in the future, like I said, we're basically going to have an offering that it custom tailors to what you want on the web so you can be private when you want, where you want. So that's where we're moving to. But right now, Go check out other privacy tools um, for those users or for your listeners that are concerned right now. Well, what is it that you guys are not yet doing? What can we expect from Avast into tomorrow, if you will? What What's up with you guys? Yeah, well, I, the, like I said, the the personalized dimension of it is so critical because because no two users are exactly alike, and so what we want to be able to do is keep you private on every different site or every different service that you're using. And as you can imagine, you know, there's thousands, millions of different sites and services you can use. So the task in front of us is how do we make those experiences as private for you as you want without really interrupting you or, or inconveniencing you? Because we found it's pretty clear that users are, although people, this is something called the privacy paradox, Dave. I'm not sure if you've heard of this, but it's the notion that Everyone tells you they're concerned about privacy, but their actions don't match up with that level of concern they express. Oh, especially all the, the anti-social yeah. media. <laughs> so right, they don't yeah, care. Exactly right. People, yeah, people talk about it all the time, but then they still are sharing, you know, pictures of themselves online that you're going. I can't believe you put that on the internet. Right? Oh, exactly. Um, all right, I'm going on vacation right. now, so my house will be empty, and here's where I will <laughs> yeah. be a thousand miles away. Uh-huh. You know, that's right. I mean, let's let's get more of that out there, right? <laughs> right. The key's under the mat. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> and so, even though there is this privacy paradox, people, um, they don't want to sacrifice their time uh, for privacy. I'm, I don't... That is a generalization, but it is it is true for most people um, from our research. And so we want to do this in the background in a way that doesn't interrupt your experience, doesn't slow down your device, doesn't slow down your browsing experience or any services that you like, but just keeps you as private as you want to be on the services. So that's the trick for us. And if you think about it in terms of all the different sites you interact with, all the services you interact with, it's a, it's a Herculean task, but we've got the team and the resources to do it. So that's... That's kind of what I do day in and day out right now. Well, keep up the good work, and we'll keep promoting you doing such. Uh, it's avast.com, A-V-A-S-T.com. So do check it out. Chandler, thank you for spending a few minutes with us on Into Tomorrow. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Dave. It's my pleasure as well. Chandler Givens, the head of consumer privacy with Avast, A-V-A-S-T.com. We'll get you there, too. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline right here on the Advanced Media Network. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. 
The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. On radio, the original social media. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Sharon in Fort Worth, Texas, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcasts. You had a guy on asking about phones for visually impaired. He wanted phones for what we call partially sighted that use magnification. There are two other phones that I know about. One is called the Blind Shell Phone. It has the capability to enlarge the screen or it has built-in speech. And the other one is the Envision Capsis smartphone. It's K-A-P-S-Y-S. He could do a Google search and find both of those phones. They both have the capability to enlarge the screen and have built-in speech. One of our favorite calls are always listeners helping other listeners. And that was some great input. We appreciate that, Sharon, very much. And if you've got something to add to the show, we would love to hear from you. 800-899-INTO or the Into Tomorrow app. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netflix. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.